0: Mishnah Alev. The Mishnah presents a list of people who, over the generations, served as administrators over various departments of the Beit Hamikdash. The people on this list were not contemporaneous, but rather they are singled out for their righteousness. The Mishnah states, The and The Following individuals served as administrators in the Beit Hamikdash: ben Pinchas, Alachos ben Pinchas. Was responsible for providing the tokens that the people would use when they came to offer nisachim. Sachim means a wine libation offering and a flower mincha offering. Who would come in and purchase a token representing whichever type of offering he needed. And these were dispensed by Yochanan ben Pinchas, Achiah al nisachim, and someone named was in charge of exchanging people's tokens for whichever component of the Nisachim offerings that the token represented, and Matisya ben Shmuel al-Hapiosos. A person by the name of Matisya ben Shmuel was responsible for conducting the lotteries that determined which Kohanim would provide which service that day in the base of Migdash, and Psachya Lakinen. a person named Psachia, oversaw the chest in the base of Migdash where people would deposit their money if they needed to bring an offering consisting of a pair of birds. For example, if a person is tummy as a Zav or Zava, if a woman gives birth, she has to bring a pair of bird offerings. So in practice, the person would go and deposit the correct amount of money in a chest that was marked for this purpose. So at one point in the history of Baisheni, a person named Psachi was in charge of processing the money, figuring out how many karbonas needed to be offered and keeping track of this matter that could sometimes get pretty complicated. We have a whole masechta of Kenan which deals with complications that could arise in the arena of the bird offerings. The Mishnah adds a further comment about this official Pesachia, that Pesachia Ze Mordechai. Pesachia was none other than the famous Mordechai of Megillus Esther. So meaning the Mishnah is saying that Mordechai had joined his brethren and he returned to Eretz Yisrael in rebuilding of Baisheni, and once it was rebuilt, he was in charge of the kinan, And the Mishnah explains, Why did Morechai Tzadik also receive this name, Psachya? The connotation of this name was, It referred to a particular skill that Morcha Tzadik had, which was his ability to, so to speak, open the words that people spoke and explain them. So, the first point is that he was able to discern what a person was saying, even if the person said very little, said in a cryptic way, he was able to quickly understand the person's intention, and Mordechai at like, was aided by the fact that he knew all 70 languages of the world. As we of course know from the story of Bixen and Sarash, he continued to use that skill for the good of the Jewish people in his ability to understand the person coming to the base of Migdash who needs to bring a bird offering, they would be able to understand the person's needs regardless of the language that the person expressed those in. The Misha continues its list of Ben Achia al Cholimai. Ben Achia was the temple doctor. He helped to treat the Kohanim suffering from intestinal issues, which was not at all uncommon given the vast amounts of meat that the Kohanim had to consume, and given the fact that they are forbidden from having wine, which would have helped them with digestion. But of course, the Kohen cannot have wine while serving the base of Migdash. And Nehunya Chopher Shichin, famously dug ditches. And water reservoirs for the Oli Regalam, the pilgrims coming up to the base of Migdash on the three festivals. Givini Karos. A fellow Givini was the announcer. He was what we would call the Vekar. He would wake up the Kohanim and say to them, Arise, Kohanim, it's time to begin the Avodah. Ben Gever on the Ilah Sha'arim. The person Ben Gever was in charge of locking the gates of the base of Migdash at night and unlocking them each morning. Ben Beva el-a-pakiya. person Ben Beva held the whip as he would go around the Beis at night time to check and make sure none of the Levite guards had fallen asleep, and if necessary he would bring out the whip to make sure they were nice and awake. Ben Arza Alhatzolzol Ben Arza would sound the cymbals as a sign for the Levim that it was time for them to begin playing their instruments, singing their shir, and that moment was the moment that the Wine libation of the Tamid was poured on the Mizbeach. Hugras ben Levi al-Ashir. Hugras ben Levi was essentially the conductor of the Levite choir and the director of all of the Levite singers and instrumentalists. And he had provided musical training as well. The Mishnah says, The house of Garmu was in charge of the production of the Lechem Aponim showbreads, which had to be made in a very particular way and... Getting it out of the oven without it breaking was a, a delicate art that that family had mastered and would pass down from generation to generation, and likewise based Aftinas on Maisa Qataris. The house of Aftinas held the secret of the production of the daily Qataris incense offering. Only they mastered the art of producing that and were knowledgeable in all the ingredients, including a special type of grass that caused the smoke to rise in a straight column, and a lazar Allah parochos. The person, Elazar was in charge of the 13 curtains that were hung throughout the Beis HaMikdash, meaning he would inspect them, replace them as needed, and someone, Pinchas, was the chief addresser of the Kohanim, to dress and address the Kohanim and the proper storage and maintenance of the Big Day Kahuna.